This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss a pair of movies currently streaming on Shudder, Dave Made a Maze, and Rock, Paper, and Scissors. the swear wolves i'm brit i'm david david how are you my friend i'm good man how are you i'm doing well i'm doing well you just got back from a trip to cancun i did yeah it was a lot of fun man it was warm but not as warm as it is in phoenix (laughs) but i mean it was humid did that affect you no actually i I liked it i thought it was going to be more uncomfortable than it was um but the humidity actually didn't bother me especially when it was breezy and they had cool shit they had like those things are called uh coatis it looks kind of like a lemur kind of looking thing or uh-huh, like a uh-huh. little monkey guy. And we saw yeah. fucking spider monkeys and shit. Like this guy, that's, mon- cool. that's got monkeys walking around eating bananas and shit. <laughs> well, a- Pens- Pennsylvania doesn't have monkeys. Yeah. But we do have, we do have black squirrels. Oh my God. Which is pretty cool to see. Um, and chipmunks and regular squirrels and bugs. It's adorable. But it is, it is humid here. However, what's the temperature in Phoenix today? 109. Something like that. Yeah. It's 85 here today. <laughs> I think it was 113 yesterday. It's the worst. Yeah. Wait, how, so, what, what was the temperature there? 85. Oh, With bad. humidity, it feels like 85. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what the difference is? Is uh, in Phoenix, I noticed that when you're outside and it's fucking hot and you go into the shade, it's still just as fucking hot. Yeah. And when the wind blows, it's just fucking hot wind mm-hmm. and it's just fucking hot. Yeah, it's like sticking your head in an oven. In Pennsylvania you're outside because i walk to uh there's a coffee shop mm-hmm. like half a mile away from us and we walk down there and it's like oh in the sun it's hot and then when i go into the shade it so, cools down by about five or seven degrees that's and then the wind blows and it's cool wind I hate and then you. at night it drops down to be in the 60s you're the worst i know well t- I talk so to me much. in the winter time though <laughs> i know you can't tell and we're not doing this uh episode with video but this is like the most tan i've been in years nice. um, and it will be gone in a matter of days <laughs> because nature is cruel to me i can't even really tell because there's a light light, there's a light on me on yeah, so it's just shiny on my forehead <laughs> yeah i'm very dark so that's cool well well you were in cancun i was here in in pennsylvania yeah, getting your house ready yeah just moved in Everything set, um, was here for, I don't know, about a week and I wake up one morning and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to, I had a checklist in my head. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever do that when you wake up, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, gonna here's the things I'm going to do today. And then I accomplish like two of them. Yes. And then I rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had all this in my head and I'm like, but first I stink. I need to go take a shower. <laughs> so go into the shower. I'm taking a shower, you know, I'll spare you all the details on that. But uh, I noticed Scrub, that the, scrubbing the balls. <laughs> I noticed that the water isn't quite draining. Ah, uh, yeah. And I yeah, said, I know that game. 
that's not normal. So I'm looking to make sure that it's not plugged up or anything. Not full of hair. Yeah, because that's what my wife does. Like it's always no. it's always my wife's fault when the yeah. starts backing up. <laughs> well, it's always a de- yeah. disgusting hairball. I got to fish out with a fucking coat hanger. Well, it wasn't that, and uh, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know what it was at that at that particular moment. I didn't know what it was, but then I went to the toilet and I flushed the toilet and it didn't go down. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, this is a big turd in there just licking at you, glistening. <laughs> no, there was nothing. I, there was nothing in the was toilet. It, I just it wasn't tried beached. it. Yeah, no beach turds. No, that's good. I just tried the toilet to see if it was affecting the toilet as well. So anyway, uh, uh, I'll, I'll make this short story probably even longer here. But uh, my wife comes in and she's like, what's going on? And I told her that nothing's draining. I said, stay up here. I'm going to go down into the basement. Now in the basement, there's a main drain pipe from the second floor where we are down to the basement main sewage line. Mm-hmm. I go down there and then there's this like pipe that comes off, but it's capped off mm-hmm. with like this rubber cap. And the rubber cap is like bulging. That's no bueno. <laughs> so it's like a lot of pressure. Yeah, like what's going on here? Yeah, and so my brilliant mind, I'm like, hmm, maybe if I relieve some of that pressure, shit will go down. Literally, shit will go down. Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> have my trusty screwdriver and I start <laughs> fucking screwing Mario and Luigi over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, let's go. <laughs> I start uh, unscrewing this little clamp mm-hmm. that's keeping the rubber. You know what clamp? I'm yeah, talking yeah, I know about. what you're talking about. Yeah. It looks like a cock ring, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know just the type. <laughs> uh, never try one of those as a cock ring, though. I'd probably fucking <laughs> pinch. <laughs> fucking pinch your sack. <laughs> just sit there with a fucking screwdriver, just <laughs> tightening <laughs> it up. Twisting on it? Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Um, I bet you somebody's tried it as a cock ring. There's, there's some fucker <laughs> out there who's like, ah, I got an idea. And they didn't even have a flathead screwdriver said so use a butter knife. <laughs> Twisting on it. <laughs> mangling the cranking fucking on dick. it. <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to get off. <laughs> like, oh, gross. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> I start unscrewing this fucking thing. Mm-hmm shit water starts spraying every i'm on the phone with my wife who's upstairs right yeah and like, i'm going no, no. And it, it's one of those cases where like something's squirting out and you're like yeah oh, you're like me. pushing your hands yeah put your hands like, out and try to stop it and I'm, and I'm saying to her i'm like it won't stop it won't stop there's <laughs> shit spray. everywhere it's and in my mouth I, i'm then, tasting dinner oh. <laughs> and then the cap comes off oh, and the water just no. plop and David, there was a fucking turd that shot. <laughs> and there's a turd, a human turd, the size of a fucking candy bar, just laying on the Did floor. Did you recognize you? Like, I remember you. <laughs> and so then I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm covered in piss and shit water. Okay. I cap the fucking thing back. And I'm like, I got to take the world's quickest shower because I can't risk piling up more water right. in there. It's obviously clogged at some point. So Christina calls the the home warranty people and they're like, okay, uh, we'll send out a plumber. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting all day. Come two 30 in the afternoon. We have heard zero from oh, anybody. Man. You guys are shitting in holes in the backyard. <laughs> Pretty much. I tell my kids, I'm like, don't use the toilet. <laughs> so I said, um, I said, look, I'm going to go down to the home Depot. I'm going to rent and a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a video on YouTube. I know how to use it. Yeah, yeah. I got a snake. <laughs> so 
I go down there. I'll kind of wrap the story up here, but I had to take that main pipe off. And mm-hmm. when I did, it, I'd be lying to you if I said there was a pound of shit compacted because it, it was more than a pound, David. And I'm digging so through it. And it's all over me. And it's all over. I mean, I had gloves on, but they, they become useless at some point yeah, in time. Just slippery. Just, yes. And then... <laughs> I finally got the snake working and it's got these blades on it that just cut yeah, through whatever. It, chop that shit up. Yeah. And uh, it fucking just chopped it up, chopped it up, chopped it up. Finally, it, f- it fires its way through there and I'm snaking the fucking thing. Was it satisfying? And, Were you like, yes. Well, it, it would have been had I been not covered in sh- head to toe in shit. Yeah. And then Christina mentioned to me, she go, and I was thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, if you're going to be covered in shit, at least it's your family's shit, right? Yeah, but this is probably, but, if it's bad. But then up, Christina said, like, well, you know, we just moved in here. How much of this shit have we actually done? She's like, like, we haven't had corn since we've been here. <laughs> we did, actually. We did, and I saw it. <laughs> oh, shit. We had corn on the cob. <laughs> And I swear to God, I saw it. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Um, so obviously, we had to clean up all this shit, scrub the floors, yeah, bleach the floors, bleach your entire bodies. Did you just roll around in disinfectant? Yeah, slather Pretty yourself. Much. Pretty much. But I got, I did it. I unclogged the drain. I. Put it successfully back together. We're living now in a house that we can. That's amazing. And pee. When the plumber showed up, we're like, "Be gone with you." Guess what? I did it myself. He never showed up. Fuck you, Mario. Until the next morning at about ten o'clock in the morning, there's a knock on the door, and I go answer it. And he goes, uh, "It's yeah, it's him and another guy. It's Mario and fucking Luigi, and they're there, and they're like, yeah, they said it was an emergency, and I go, yeah, yesterday. Fucking assholes. (laughs) I said, come, come, let me show you what I did. Let me show you my handiwork. Show you my shit room. He goes, well, you did the right thing, but he gave me a number for a guy who will go down there with like a camera just to make sure like everything's on the up and up. You guys got a fucking poop fetish and you know it. Yeah. Let me get my, let me get that camera down there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he uses that thing as a conquering. He puts the (laughs) thing on there, gets the camera whole nine yards. It's a whole production. We have an appointment with that guy. So he's going to come out and and snake it and make sure that there's no, because it's a 110 year old house. Yeah. So who knows what's in there? It could be the blooms. Fucking one eyed Willie's treasure. <laughs> one eyed Willie's something. The fucking shit sprays all over your face again. You're like, what is this, Willie? Is this another one of your tricks? And <laughs> then <laughs> booby traps. <laughs> fucking slick shoes. You're fucking sliding around in shit. <laughs> That's what I said. Fucking gets in your eyes, fucking bully blinders. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> The uh, fucking the fucking dude, snake the, wraps around my dick like yeah, the chomps. The fucking pinches of power. <laughs> the no, that's the cockering thing that you affixed to your <laughs> nutsack. And meanwhile, meanwhile, every time something like this happens, I'm like, "Come on, Willie, <laughs> I beat you." Oh god. Oh god. But it was my time. It was my time down there, David. That's right. <laughs> dude, we got the cockering jerk alert. <laughs> gross oh so that was my shit story (laughs) what a great story uh, for everybody uh that was that was the day i believe i i tweeted that it was the shittiest day i've had in a long time like literally (laughs) i stepped in iguana shit in cancun that was nice or maybe a spider monkey shit i don't know it was was (laughs) too small to be human too big to be like a bird some sort of in between 
uh, there was something horror related uh, in your on your vacation, though. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the last night, yeah, the resort that I uh, stayed at, they had like a yeah. The last night we were there, they had a horror show kind of thing, and it was like all these like dancers and singers, and they did the time warp, and they had like an Adams Family one. They had a Phantom of the Opera thing. They do the thriller. They did the thriller. That was like the the finale was thriller. Oh yeah, it was actually pretty cool though. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been fun. I've been detoxing for the last couple of days, though, because <laughs> basically just drinking nonstop alcohol for the last week. Oh, now you're just drinking nonstop water? No, I should be. <laughs> no, <laughs> still alcohol, really. just not as much. <laughs> just just beer now instead yeah, exactly. of uh, hard alcohol. Take it easy. Um, I did want to mention we are going to be at Mad Monster in phoenix i mean david you're already in phoenix i'm going to be coming back for mad monster here in a couple of weeks yeah it's gonna be fun um, this and this comes this out comes yeah it'll out. be a, what, two or three weeks away yeah be yeah fun. so that's july 8th yeah I that sounds right is the day of that and then before we started the podcast early this morning well it was late last night um, yeah sorry i forgot me. about the time difference after i sent that text <laughs> like oh fuck he's probably sleeping <laughs> Well, I always put my phone like on like, um, Oh, good for you. Do, do not, not disturb. disturb. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, late last night, David texted me. I got it early this morning that there is a convention going on in Pittsburgh called steel city con. And that's happening September or August, August. 12th, August 12th weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, John Carpenter is going to be the guest you or son one of, of the bitch. guests. And so, uh, yeah, August 12th through the 14th. Uh, John Carpenter is one of the main guests at that. There's a ton of people that are going to be there. Like the whole cast of Dexter, yeah, it's which is kind of cool. My wife my wife was pretty excited about that. After we were done recording, I'm going to go have a talk with my wife and see <laughs> if I can manage to sneak my way into that one. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so I will be attending that. Uh, I don't know about David, but, uh, but then we are both going September 9th through the 11th. We're both going, I don't know if we're going to be there all three days. Uh, We're both going to Cincinnati for Horror Hound Weekend. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Which is another cool thing because like they're having the thing reunion almost. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, And then, yeah, couple that with getting John Carpenter's signature of what, a month before? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I want to go now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to be at that one so yeah um, that'll be cool but, and we've met most of the people that are going to be at horror hound but there's a couple extra people that we have not met so that'll be cool like peter maloney yeah he played bennings and then um and then richard masser yeah who played uh clark we have not met yep. them before but we've met the others nope. so that'll be fun so hopefully they'll add more people it looks like they are continuing continually updating the horror own weekend so that should be good steel city should be good and then mad monster that'll be fun too look how busy we are i know people would think like god you guys must like be rich or something it's like yes (laughs) this is the only thing we spend our money (laughs) on yeah all of our money goes to this (laughs) all right so we picked a couple of movies this week i did based on title alone (laughs) Because I saw, I don't know, I don't even know what I was looking at, David. I was trying to remember. It must like, have been Shutter because I, I watched both of these on Shutter, so I'm guessing you were streaming. Like, oh, were they were they on Shutter? Yeah, I, I didn't. So you must have been going through the library. I must, I must have. It's interesting though that these are both on Shutter because horror. Mm. These are fringe horror movies. These are not like hardcore horror. Films. Not at all. There's definite horror elements to them. Yeah, but I don't know if I would really call 
any of either of these horror movies. At least that would not be the first adjective. No, no. So uh, let's get right into it. The first movie that we're talking about this week is Dave Made a Maze, which came out in 2017. The release date for this movie was August 18th, 2017. What? Dave. David. <laughs> Dave. Davey. <laughs> Davey. <laughs> Did anybody ever call you Davey? No, I'd, I'd punch you. Oh. I'd, I'd, I'd fly all the way to Pennsylvania and kick your ass. What about, because your dad is Dave, right? Yeah. Yeah, so growing up, my dad was always Dave, and I was always David. Now that Did I'm older, now people do call me Dave sometimes, and yeah, now it's not confusing. But as a kid, it was like, yeah, he was always Dave. I was David. <laughs> my grandpa always, and still to this day, calls me Davey. He's the only person on earth who's allowed to call me that. Davey? Yeah, that's it. Uh, just, just grandpa. Well, David, oh, thank I will you. not call you Davey. Did they ever call you Junior? I know you're not technically a Junior, but... I, no, I am a Junior. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Not very often. I've got a couple relatives that'll call me David Junior, and then I had a great-grandma. Uh, she's dead now, but she used to call me DJ. Yeah. Can I call you Deej? Sure. Like DJ Tanner? Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. Deej. Deej. DJ, wait. <laughs> That's like every episode, DJ would get all upset about something, and Danny would be like... DJ, wait. And like, follow her upstairs. Yeah. Aw, You get the tender music. Aw, Bob Saget. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> uh, we can laugh about it now. <laughs> it just happened. Uh, no, anyway. Uh, David. Yes? August 18th, 2017. I know that seems like a billion years ago. What was the number one movie in the theater? I'm going with uh, Alien Covenant. Dude, I don't even know if I ever saw that movie. It's all right. Is that the one with the guy from Eastbound and Down? what's his name the oh, guy who wrote danny mcbride? Uh, halloween danny mcbride was Isn't he in that i don't think wasn't he in um, one of the alien movies maybe i don't know you yeah. know it was just either. okay i honestly think that i was talking to my son about this uh yesterday because we were at target and they had uh some aliens mm-hmm. NECA figures oh yeah those are cool yeah they're definitely cool but i'm an alien fan i'm not an aliens oh fan. really I think Aliens is a good movie, but I think Alien is oh, the yeah, superior yeah, yeah. I film. I prefer the Ridley Scott one first. But the but after Aliens, I'm like... Alien 3, meh. Yeah, the rest. I thought Prometheus was good. And then Covenant mm. was all right. It's good. I mean, it's... It, but the first two were the best by far. Yeah, definitely. And yes, Danny McBride was in Alien Covenant. We were talking about The Thing earlier. Um, I saw... This is, this is old. I just saw it for the first time, though. Some fan made like a fake movie trailer for the thing but use the music from the prometheus trailer i don't know if you remember Mm. the music that was in that trailer it was really cool but they made this like fan trailer that made it look kind of modern it was Mm -hmm. it's badass anyway that's cool it was cool i'll have to check that out that wasn't the number one movie by the way bullshit (laughs) (laughs) the number one film was the hitman's bodyguard okay yeah 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 i believe that i never saw reynolds ryan reynolds i never saw that i never saw that either um, number one song. I feel like we've had this one before. Really? Okay. Let's mm-hmm. say I feel like we've done a lot of uh, what was this? 2017. Yeah, we've had a lot of 2017 movies lately. But I went with uh, "Humble" by Kendrick Lamar. So I'm guessing it, no. that was not the song. <laughs> no, it was uh, "Despacito." Oh yeah, we have had that Louis one before. Fonzi and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. No thanks. <laughs> Despacito, I believe those are the actual. Those are the actual words. That is perfect Spanish. (laughs) Thank you. I try. 
Dave Made a Maze was written by Steven Sears and Bill Watterson, directed by Bill Watterson. When I saw the name Bill Watterson, I was like, is that the guy who did Calvin and Hobbes? <laughs> it's okay. That's funny. <laughs> but it was not. <laughs> I thought that's what the guy's name was who did Calvin and Hobbes, but maybe I was wrong. Music by Mondo Boys. This movie stars Mira Rohit Kumbani. Sure. That sounds, sounds right. She plays Annie. Nick Thune as Dave. Adam Bush as Gordon. And then there's some other people. John Hennigan plays the the Minotaur. John Hennigan, you would not know him, but anybody who watches the WWE knows him better as John Morrison. He's ah. a uh, WWE wrestler. The runtime, the new, I'm adding a new segment. Oh here, my David. God. Runtime. One hour, 20 minutes. Mm, short. Brisk. It's a it's a it's a fast paced movie. Budget I don't have anything for budget, but box office was a uh, measly thirty four thousand dollars. Okay. Now I, I don't think it cost I very say, much to make. No, it didn't. But I say measly. I don't mean that like derogatory. I guess it does well, sound it, really. But bad. yeah, this wasn't like a wide release. This probably got no. released in like two theaters or something. Yeah, it wasn't like a huge release. No. And it was probably for like one day. Yeah, I had never <laughs> heard of this movie or the next movie. I hadn't either heard of either of these movies, and you're right. I probably saw them on Shutter, so I thought, oh, it'd be a good idea to pair them together because of uh, you know whatever. But but yeah, so this movie is more fantasy than anything. This movie's fucking weird, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this guy Dave is kind of like, well, the movie opens up, and it's um, uh, we get an animated kind of sequence for the title. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it opens up with him being interviewed. It opens up in like the middle of the movie. Yeah. yeah, but and then the it goes real, back. Yeah, the real opening and the title sequence is like this animated sequence where it shows him saying goodbye to his girlfriend. She's going away on a business trip or something for the weekend, and he's at home alone, and he's got all this shit that he's got to do, like fix the door and I don't know, just you know, honey do list kind of stuff. Right. And then he gets the bright idea to build a maze out of cardboard. <laughs> it gets a little distracted. And, he, and this is the character, right? This character is like, they, they even bring it up quite often that he is a guy who does never completes a task. Correct. Yeah. He can't ever really get anything done. Gets sidetracked mm. easily. He yeah. starts stuff and he just doesn't finish it. That's he's like always broke. Animal. Yeah. He's just kind mm. of a, a likable loser. And he's uh, 30 years old. Doesn't still, really have a job. It still depends on his mom and dad for money. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, kind of pathetic. Yeah. So Come on, um, Dave. Get your shit together. So he builds, starts building this maze. Well, his girlfriend comes home, and now now the movie like starts. Like She opens the door, and she's like... Uh, yeah, and she Dave? sees like a cardboard fort, and she's like, uh, what? And it's literally four foot long, maybe seven foot long by... A few feet high. It's. I mean, it looks yeah. like something a kid would make. Yeah, a couple refrigerator boxes put together. Yeah, uh, with duct tape and fucking bullshit. But it's weird, and there's like steam coming out of it and stuff. It's like a yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought he was smoking weed in there. Or something. Yeah, I did too. I was like, "What's going on in there?" Yeah, you'd be um, right. She's like Dave, and he's like, "Hey, honey, hey, how's it going?" <laughs> she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I built the maze yeah, in the living like, room." Yeah, that's right. And then she's like, well, let me come in. And she, he's like, no, 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 no. It's it, not finished. And, it's you'll not, get lost. and you'll get lost. And she's like, it's so small. And he's like, oh, but it looks, it, it's bigger on the it's, inside. Trust me. Yeah. And she's like, well, well, come out. And he's like, well, that's the thing is I can't come out. 
uh, I'm lost. Yeah. And she's like, well, why don't I just cut it open? And he's like, don't, because I need to finish this. Yeah. And she's like, how long have you been stuck in there? And he's like, three days. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And he hasn't been going to the bathroom. He hasn't had he hasn't eaten eat. anything. Yeah. And so she calls up uh, one of his buddies, Gordon, to mm-hmm. get him to come take a look at it to see if he can help. And I thought this was kind of funny. When he comes in, like, they have a fun little back and forth that they keep doing. And Dave's yeah. like, uh, I said, where's that beard at? And the Gordon guy's like, it's on my face. <laughs> I said, where's that beard at? On my face. Yeah. And I think, like, both of them were supposed to be growing beards. <laughs> yeah, I guess Because so. Gordon even says later on, he's like, you shaved. And he's like, I had a job interview. <laughs> But anytime they touch this maze or this fort or whatever, like you hear all sorts of crazy, like clanging Commotion. and like almost yeah. like city noise kind of stuff on the inside. So you're like, what the hell and is Dave going on And screams here? and he's like, whoa, 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 stop yeah, that. Stop, stop it. That. Stop touching it. And they eventually invite a bunch of people over. Yeah. Uh, Dave says, Gordon, don't tell anybody. Only Harry. Like, cause he's like, I'm going to call Harry up. And he's like, don't tell anybody. Well, all of a sudden there's everybody is yeah, over it's like there. A party. There's one there's of, even a camera crew. That might be Harry. I don't know who it is, but he has he's doing like a documentary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It probably and, is. Yeah. And he's got a cameraman and a boom operator. And then there's this girl uh that's over there, and then there's this couple that are kind of like, you know, your typical millennial type yeah, couple. Yeah, they're kind of hipster types. And then there's yeah. like a, a Flemish uh tourist couple i didn't quite understand their point i didn't understand that was just weird and And there's there's a homeless guy (laughs) yeah so all these people are over there as much of a a a fantasy as this is it's also a comedy yeah he keeps telling them he's like don't come in don't come in yeah you're gonna get lost there's booby traps (laughs) finally annie is just like she's had it yeah and she says uh i'm coming in so they all uh, go in. Yeah, everybody except for the homeless guy goes in. And right away, like as soon as they get in, it's like, oh, you're right. It's much bigger on the inside. Like they can stand all the way up. Uh, it's very elaborate. There's all sorts of crazy shit in there. So then I was like, what is going on with this movie? Yeah. And, and not to get ahead of myself, but one of my problems with this movie is right away, people don't really question anything for a while. <laughs> like there's a bunch of weird shit that makes no sense and everybody just kind of yeah. rolls with it for yeah for quite a while until they're like hey that doesn't make any sense but i think that's one of that's not to get ahead of myself but i think that's the charm of this movie almost it's like they kind of play it straight even though it's a comedy yeah yeah Yeah, and it's like everyone just kind of accepts what's happening exactly yeah it's like whereas if i walked into your house and you said there was a maze and i walked inside and it was like a fucking another world i'd be like uh what the (laughs) fuck is this yeah. But everybody's like, they don't oh. really do that. They're like, oh, that's weird. No. So, okay, they're in this maze, and if they get lost almost well, immediately. And weird shit starts happening right away, too. Like, there's, like, origami birds that appear to be alive <laughs> that are yes. kind of flying around. There's, like, a yeah. giant and, head. There's, and there, bo- there's and movie there's traps. This, it's it's very strange. And there's this girl, uh, I think it's Jane. Jane, yeah. She steps on this uh, lever. Yeah, and it's, like, made of and, cardboard. Like, everything in here is made of cardboard. Exactly. And, and that's the other thing we should point out is like all of this stuff that we're talking about is cardboard or, or like paper. craft. Yeah. Craft crafty paper. yarn. Mm-hmm. And this is going to happen with Jane right now. Jane, like an, ax, an ax comes out that's made of cardboard and chops her head off. And when her head gets chopped off, the blood is red yarn. Yarn and confetti and it just like, like starts spurting everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah, and again, no one questions it. There's like, oh God, no. And then the uh, the hipster, well, uh, one of the hipster yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, Greg, I think is his name. He goes over like a tripwire or something. And spikes come down and get him. It was like Raiders of the Lost Ark like type of spikes. Yeah. And blood starts squirting out of him, but it's not blood. It's silly string and yarn again and mm-hmm. confetti. And it's just, it's just weird. But again, it's accepted. Right. And everybody's like, okay, well, that's what happens. The hipster girl, she gets caught by the, um, there's a the minotaur. fucking minotaur walking around. So it's this WWE wrestler, John Morrison, and he's got a, a minotaur head on. Yep. Made of like cardboard, made of course. Of cardboard. Yeah. So it's a bull head. And, um, the group meets up with Dave. Yeah. They find him whose hand has been like turned into cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing a glove at this point. We find out a little bit later, but like that his hand is turned into cardboard. This also is a a part that when I was first, when I was watching, I was like, well, this is odd. Uh, Nobody (laughs) is really freaked out. They find like a gift box kind of thing and they take the lid off. Dave crawls into it. And it's very Super Mario Brothers, like, piku, piku, piku. And they go down this pipe. And when they come out the other side, they're all cardboard puppet characters. Like, they're not they're even like, human anymore. They're like, uh, you know, have you ever made puppets with, like, uh, like a paper bags? Bag? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's That's like what that. they all were. <laughs> and then even the Minotaur comes, and he's a puppet. And then he turns back into, like, a human, well, the, the live version of him. And they all run, and they run through another pipe. And then they turn and into then humans they come out, And they come out as humans again again it's like what the fuck i even said out loud i go what the fuck is going on with this movie when that happened yeah um dave suspects that the maze is powered by his imagination and that it's like coming to life basically yes and he's kind of manifesting this stuff and he needs to finish it in order to kill it yeah because apparently every labyrinth has a heart and in the center and if you destroy the heart i guess you defeat the maze and Something. they kept calling it a chrysalis. I don't know. Is that, At some point that they word do. mean what they think it means? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is chrysalis the right word? I don't know. Maybe. I always thought chrysalis was like. At this point, like, I stopped questioning anything that was happening and just accepted it. I, was like, All I right. always thought chrysalis was uh, like what happens with um, like a moth or a butterfly or something. Oh. Like they, See, I they thought it was like a, a flower or something. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah. L- listen, my my grasp of the English language is slippery at best. Something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh yeah. So he's got to attack this. Uh, oh, how he lost his hand. There's a big vagina, a giant vagina. Yeah. And he made, he goes, I made this for you to his friend, <laughs> but he's like, don't. And everybody who walks by, I mean, it's large. It's like six foot tall. It's giant. And every, all the guys like look at it and they're like, no, and they want to go into it. <laughs> yeah. And each and one like, no, goes, no, it's a trap. It's a trap. And then like that guy will like walk away and then another guy will walk up and stare at it. And he's like, no, it's a trap. I think this happens like three <laughs> or four times. It does. And then they're like, how do you know it's a trap? And then he holds up his hand because he reached inside yeah, and, and turned his hand into cardboard. <laughs> oh, and also Dave tells them we can't just cut our way out of the box or out of the maze because it, I think he describes it as like a spider web that like, if you touch it or disturb it too much, it'll alert the minotaur of, of your location and he'll come after you and kill you. So they, yep. they basically got to get through it. Yeah. And it's spreading. Yeah. It's growing. It's getting bigger. They ultimately all agree that they have to build this chrysalis to destroy it and then destroy it in order to destroy 
the Minotaur and destroy the whole uh, fort or maze. Yeah. So Dave and Annie go on this quest to build this chrysalis. And they're doing that while the rest are distracting this puppet version of that Bryn girl who's like trying to give everybody a high five. Very yeah, weird. the one that got the girl that got kidnapped by the Minotaur, she is now a cardboard version of herself that is a puppet being controlled by the by the maze, uh, I guess. Maze. This okay, this is the horror element. This fucking girl, this is creepy. It is creepy. David, like the one thing that I'll say about this is like this this moment in the movie I was creeped out by. <laughs> this fucking puppet. I used to have, it reminded me of a recurring dream that I had as a child. Mm. I used to have this recurring dream that I was going upstairs to my bedroom after being gone for a while. And when I got upstairs, there was a, um, like a puppet show going on in my room. And there was like a, 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 you know, a cardboard, you know how like someone will sit behind a puppet stage, Right, right? Yeah. Well, there was just the puppets, right? And there was a stage and I remember I would go up to my room and I would see that there was these puppets and I'd be really excited because it was like fucking Mr. Rogers or whatever. But I was also not stupid. And I kept thinking to myself, who the fuck is back there? Okay, controlling like, this is odd. <laughs> There's someone in my room controlling puppets, trying to get, trying to lure me. Yeah. Whose hand is up that puppet's ass? Yeah. So this reminded me of that. I don't know why, but it, that memory came back to me <laughs> when I saw this scene and I got skeeved out <laughs> by it. But anyway, so they're distracting this Bryn, puppet Bryn, uh, the camera crew guys and um, Gordon. Meanwhile, Andy Dave, and Dave are, yeah, they're trying to make the, the heart or whatever it was called to, so that they the could then get it yeah. to the middle of the maze and then destroy it. They have some weird like dream sequence here. Yeah, I even rewound it. I was confused. Like, what is happening? It was like a dream slash flashback kind of. It was odd. Yeah. I think it was the maze trying to confuse them, but then they broke out of it. I guess so. It merely confused the audience. (laughs) The audience of one in my living room. Uh, Well, it confused me as well, but that's what I got out of it, that it was the maze. But anyway. Anyway, the um, the cameraman uh, guy, he gets killed (laughs) by like a giant hand that like pulls him down a hole or something. Yeah. Well, uh, Bryn turns into a giant hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And pulls him down and kills him there's something funny that happens here though hmm. okay so earlier on in the movie their actual color changes like they change like so they look like old time like film oh like it, they yes, yes this was funny and they're all in black and white and they're trying to do like uh, robert de niro impersonations they're like you fuck my wife you fuck and my wife like, did you fuck make... my wife and they're all doing like worse <laughs> and they're worse all saying it, yeah so that happened 45 minutes ago. Now the cameraman's getting pulled down. He hasn't said one fucking word the entire movie. He's getting pulled down this hole. And right before he pulls down and dies, he just looks at everybody and goes, you fuck my wife. (laughs) And then he dies. Yeah, that was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I laughed at that. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um, Dave destroys the chrysalis. Yeah. A couple other people get killed. Like that Leonard guy uh, gets killed with like a saw blade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but he, Dave gets, like, a giant ninja sword kind of thing. <laughs> yep. and, yeah, and they kill it. And they cut their way out and uh, basically blow up the box. Yeah. yeah. And then they emerge back in Dave's apartment, and there's, like, remnants and cardboard everywhere, and they just start cleaning it up. Yep, they just oh, start cleaning yeah, it up. Yeah, everybody comes out of the, the maze, except for the people that are dead. 
Like, yes, like they're, they're, they're still dead. They're actually dead. And I, I like how uh, Harry, he goes up to Gordon. He goes, he's telling everybody what they got to do. And he goes up to Gordon. He goes, I'm going to need you to notify everybody's uh, <laughs> the, next, the of next kin of that kin. they're all dead. <laughs> because I was thinking about that too. I go, what are they going to say to the people that died? Yeah, you died in a maze. <laughs> You're killed by, by a cardboard room. saw blade and got your head cut off. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> So they take all the cardboard out to um, the outside. Like a, it, like it, a Dave dumpster. accomplishes. So Dave feels like he's accomplished something now, yeah. right? Like he's he's gotten over that hump of I'm a loser, and he now is a somebody who has accomplished something. He's a success. So, so now he can move on with his life, only at the expense of a few friends' <laughs> yeah. um, lives. So he goes, uh, they, they drop all the cardboard off next to the dumpster. And the cameraman, because yeah. um, they, they got the tapes from the cameraman before he died. Uh, so they're like, oh, we're going to release like this as a documentary or something. And Dave suggests calling it Dave Made a Maze. And the guy's like, that's a little on the nose, don't you think? Oh, that's kind of funny because it is true. He's like, the technically titles. it's a labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so um, the cardboard sitting next to the trash can outside. And then the Minotaur comes out. What? With a, like a little origami bird. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he emerges. And it goes walking away. And that's the end. And that's the end of the movie. Okay, so the movie is far from a horror movie. It's um, more of a fantasy a ho- comedy, comedy. Kind of movie. Yeah. I've seen scarier movies that are children's movies. <laughs> say, <laughs> to be honest, I saw with you. scarier things in your shit covered. Uh, self house yeah <laughs> self yeah the horrors of corn past yeah but i will say this i enjoyed the shit out of this movie <laughs> i thought it was hilarious there was some really really funny moments just dry um humor um just deadpan delivery i thought the actress who played annie was fantastic she uh, was good mira rohit yeah. kumbani she was good. I, Some of the I other she, acting, uh, acting uh, eh, a little sus, but I thought she was good. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was good. I thought Dave was good. That was Nick Thune. And I thought Adam Bush as Gordon were really good. The The camera operator and the boom operator, I thought they were funny. They didn't say a fucking word. I mean, except for a couple of lines yeah. um, each. But um, they they were pretty good with like their facial reactions and how they were always like working. Like they were always just holding the boom. Always and holding, everything. Yeah. But it's not a horror movie. It has horror elements. Like I said, the 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 puppet girl was kind of horror. When the when the box is alive and it's like looking at them and it's got those creepy eyes, kind of reminds me of Evil Bong, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, except for not bad, but better. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the other, I guess, the other horror elements were the murders. But there's only two. Well, I guess technically, Bryn dies. Yeah, uh, and well, the, and I think the, there's like four and the or cameraman five. cameraman dies, but there was only two deaths that we actually saw, yeah. like saw like gross stuff. But I thought it was so creative the way they handled it in that it's um, it was all like craft supplies instead of actual blood. Yeah, it was weird. The other thing, too, is is it deals with the elements of uh, it's kind of like a coming of age movie in the in so much as you're getting and and you can probably relate to this your 20s into your 30s like there's a change because when you turn 30 you're like holy fuck i'm not 20 anymore yeah i can't just keep making mistakes like i'm a grown-ass man now 
yeah, I have to have some responsibilities. And I think all too often when we're teenagers, we're like, oh, when I'm 20, I'll be an adult. Well, honestly, you're not a real adult. And this is coming from someone who's fucking 45 at this point, right? You're not a, a, a grown up until you're like in your 30s. Yeah. You know, your 20s is a time for partying. <laughs> yeah. My, I mean, I made mistakes up until last week, but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying like, uh, your twenties is still, you're still a child and, and there's a big shift, I think in um, mindset when you turn 30 and, and this is what this Dave character was realizing is like, I, I can't be a loser anymore. I got to I got to buckle down mm-hmm. and, and actually be responsible. It doesn't mean you have to lose sight of what your dreams are or anything, but I think uh, you have to um, just buckle down and, and and be responsible for yourself and for others. That being said, that that was the message behind it. There was the comedy and there was the fantasy elements. Yeah. As a horror film, it's not a horror film. Navigate the labyrinth of life. There you go. There you go, David. <laughs> Good job. Um, I'm going to give this movie three and a half. Pamela oh, Voorhees shit. Heads. I really like this movie. I would watch it again and I would recommend that people watch it. If you're in the mood for a comedy and something like off the wall, off the wall, it certainly is. All right. You like this movie more than I did, um, but I didn't dislike it. It was just very strange. And I had to keep like reminding myself like, Hey, this is not the type of movie that I normally like, but try to take it for what it is. I think you kind of already touched on it, but like the things like what it's trying to do, it does very well. Like, yeah. This is a, not a movie to, that's really taking itself seriously. Uh, it's very goofy. Everyone just accepts what's happening. The dialogue is super cheesy, but that's also kind of the idea. I, things I liked about it, I thought the movie was super creative. Yes. I mean, everything's made out of cardboard and trash, basically, but it also looks really cool. Like, a lot of thought went into this, and like even like the way it was designed, like it looked like if you had a little kid that made like a fort... Mm-hmm. but with like the brain of an adult that maybe like <laughs> knew some things about like engineering or architecture or whatever, like, and, and let them go. Um, but I thought it was very imaginative, like the origami birds and uh, the Minotaur. It was just a very, very strange movie. I thought like the acting was a little all over the place. And I think maybe it's not even the acting. It might just be the script because it's just so strange. Yeah. I don't know if I would watch it again, but I would recommend it. So I'm going to go two and a half. Uh, I'd still recommend it. That's a three okay. overall. But yeah, yeah three was, overall. That's a good all right. Grade. It was definitely. It, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, and yeah, that, that is. <laughs> it was. It's not anything anyone would expect. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, it was just bizarre. No, it was very bizarre. But I, 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 I'm hoping that those filmmakers make something else. Yeah. Um, if they have already, I, I need to find out what it was, but, um, very original, very original, very original. So, uh, yeah, three overall for Dave made a maze and, and David, you said, uh, that's on shutter, right? Yes. Yeah. Both okay. of these, both of these on shutter. I know rock, paper and scissors, uh, which is the next film we're going to talk about. I watched on Tubi. Oh, okay. So I didn't get some remember. commercial breaks. Yeah. I did catch, have some commercial breaks. Catch up on your notes. Cool quite nice um well my son watched this movie with me and he and he looked at me he goes do you write down notes anymore dad and i go now nah, they're all up here got the mind of a steel trap <laughs> <laughs> good for you man i gotta write everything down so i do a lot of pausing well i don't have such a mind of a steel trap anymore because i have to sit there and think right before we record i'm like what the fuck happened in this movie and i just watched this movie last night so <laughs> yeah me too i will say though it is kind of nice uh 
kind of sidebar here to be able to watch two movies like yesterday and then like talk about them today. Yeah. Instead of our usual you know, three episodes in one session. Yeah. Now I, I, I'm assuming we'll, we'll, we'll do more. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll do multiple sessions uh, at some point. But in not time. today. <laughs> not today. One and done. <laughs> well, kind of have to given that you were on vacation and, and I was moving and everything, but we're getting settled. Yeah, we'll get back I'm into settled, some sort of routine. Uh, you're so, I got I got my whole room here that you can see behind me. And we'll get back to doing the video version of this podcast also, so yeah, stay that tuned. That will be coming. Yeah, that'll be coming soon. But anyway, uh enough of that shit. Enough. <laughs> this episode's over. Rock Paper and Scissors came out in 2019, November 7th, 2019. David, what was the number? God, again, I think back to November 7th, 2019. That was before shit hit the fan. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pretty, like, I had, it was close. It's like, yeah, uh, it was yeah, close. November, just, November 2019, David and Brett, there's so much I want to warn you about. <laughs> I had just started my new job, uh, the job that I currently have. I, I had just started it, and um, probably that week or the next week, and uh, then it was March 2020 where we whatever anyway what was the number one movie uh november 7th like that early november that's a tough spot i'm sure i'm wrong i'm going it chapter two uh no did you like the it movie the theatrical movie the first one yeah Uh, i mean it chapter one it chapter two i still haven't even seen the second one all the way through i started watching it really really late one night like it's on my dvr and i never finished Mm it i (laughs) i liked it but i didn't like it as much as the first one i actually really enjoyed the first one did you like the made for TV movie? Yes. Did you ever read the book? No. Okay. I haven't read the book either. I tried when I was like it's 12 very years thick. old. Holy fuck. <laughs> that book. Like I'm a bad reader. Like, I mean, I can read. <laughs> I'm just, I just get bored really easily. Yeah. So yeah. like a book has Most to be Most of the books really... I read are like 400, 500 max. That's about yeah. my threshold. Yeah. And, and the books that I read, like I, it has to keep my interest. That's why I tend to like gravitate towards like biographies because I don't know, for some reason, like, like, um, nonfiction books mm-hmm. tend to captivate me more than fiction. I don't know why you would think it was the opposite because fiction can be anything. Yeah, When I read, I tend to read fiction. Yeah. Anyway, I tried reading it when I was like, uh, 12 years old, yeah. 13 years old did not work, but I loved that fucking t- made for TV movie. And I think Tim Curry as Pennywise, he was awesome. Like, I'm sorry to the scars guard kid, but He's Tim Curry, too. you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't beat pe- the hit Tim Curry's Pennywise. No. It's the best, but that wasn't the number one movie. The number one movie was midway. Oh, okay. Vaguely, Which I'm uh, assuming is a the, World War II movie. Yeah, I think so. I never saw it. Neither did I. Number one song. I'm going Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. No. <laughs> but I do like that song. Yeah. Uh, do you listen to Billie? You don't listen to Billie Eilish, do you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I'm familiar with a couple, like, well, whatever's on the radio, like, I'm familiar with that stuff. Yeah, I like it. Her brother and her, you know. Phineas. They, Phineas. Uh, they record all that stuff. They're They're... They're neat. Like I've listened to them being interviewed on Howard Stern before. Uh, they're pretty neat. And my wife and daughter went and saw. Yeah. Very Billie cool. Eilish in Phoenix uh, before we left. So they had a great time. That was my daughter's first concert. Oh, that's cool. That's a good concert to be your first concert. Hell yeah. No, the number one song was lose you to love me by 
Selena Gomez. Ah, nope. I don't know. I don't know. Sel- nope. I don't know Selena Gomez's songs. Yeah, not familiar. I'm sure it's great. But I do know Selena Gomez is on that show, Only Murders. Yeah, and she's awesome on that in show. The building. That show is hilarious. The show is fucking awesome. And she has on HBO, I don't know if it's exclusively on HBO, but I know I watched it on HBO. She has her own cooking show. Oh, that's cool. Which during lockdown, she um, started doing this cooking show because she didn't know how to cook. And so she invited this, well, this TV show invited like famous chefs to teach her how to cook virtually so she's hmm. like cooking it's actually quite an interesting show and i really like her on only murders in the building so Dude, i, I want to do a it. cooking show Be like this is a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> we could do this is a banana i peel it from the opposite end that most people do i well that's the way you're supposed to peel i know it, i, from I the, ate it the right way yeah those monkeys in cancun they ate it the right way these guys know you what's up that 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 pull tab yeah thing, stupid that's that a handle. never works no yeah. that's you hold it on exactly that. fucking idiots <laughs> well i got an idea mm. we could start the swear wolves like patreon and people pay and they could watch us cook and we'll like do a little swear wolves cooking episodes like uh-huh. you, i'll make a peanut butter and jelly sa- i don't want to give away everything for free but uh i'll make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> Dude, yeah you'll just watch me hard boil eggs and I'll just stand there while the while the eggs boil, to make it look like Jason Voorhees' mask or something. Ooh. Make it make it horror related somehow. The eggs. I don't know what you'd do with the eggs, but yeah, hard boiled eggs. Boil them. <laughs> but I do it in my underwear. Make it extra provocative. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure someone would give us what two bucks a month for that. Twenty four dollars a year. <laughs> That's it. Just to watch David and his fucking boxers. Yep, boiling eggs. And Brett making PB and J. There you go. There'd be other stuff too. Yeah. Sometimes, really? sometimes I'd make Crystal Light. <laughs> Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Never heard it. Nope. This movie, Rock, Paper, and Scissors, was okay. This is, I'm going to brutalize this because this is an Argentinian film. Yep. The last Argentinian film we watched was The Last Matinee. Which oh, was I that really from Argentina? Loved. I, th- I think so. South America somewhere. And you picked but that really one too. Look it. at you. You got a type. I have a type. I have a type. They speak a Spanish. Uh, this movie was written by Macarena Garcia Lenzi, Martin Blausen, Julieta Garcia Lenzi, and Valentin Javier Dement. Hmm. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of writers. A lot of cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> that's that's way too many people to write that's this. A lot movie. of swearwolves making uh, hard boiled <laughs> eggs and PB and J is what that is. Directed by Martin Blausen and Macarena Garcia Lenzi. Macarena. Hey, mm. hey Macarena. Hey. <laughs> what a dumb song that was. That's the fucking worst song ever. <laughs> I think that tops the list. That beats out Starship. It's so awful. We built this city, doesn't it? Like, oh. I'd rather listen to We Built This City. Absolutely. On rock and roll. Music by Gabriel Barredo and Emilio Jaro. This movie stars Augustina Servino as Magdalena, Valeria Giorcelli as Maria Jose, and Pablo Segal as Jesus. There's only three characters. Say, that is it. Yep. The runtime of this movie is one hour, 23 minutes. Budget and box office, I have nothing. Nada. Deep, nada, yes. Mm. To, uh, there you go. Spanish. <laughs> our Spanish. Dropping our Spanish knowledge. 
David, what is this movie about? <sighs> well, <laughs> we get this woman, Magdalena. Uh, she's kind of the star. And she arrives from Spain and she travels to Argentina and, and goes to her childhood home where she kind of grew up. Uh, we find out that her father has recently passed away. Well, he killed himself. Uh, he shot, well, he shot himself, shot himself, but then he didn't die. Yeah, and then later eventually and died. And then he died of quote-unquote natural causes later. Yeah. So she's going to be there for almost two weeks to kind of settle the affairs. And we find out she's got two half-siblings, a brother and a sister, and they've stayed in the family home and were kind of taking care of dad before he died. Yep. And it's kind of a nice house, um, but she's basically there to kind of settle the estate. But we find out that dad had no will, so she kind of proposes. And no money. And no, yeah, and, this, and the brother, um, what was his name, Jesus? Jesus? Basically says, like, all of the money went to taking care of dad, and there's, like, mm-hmm. no money left. So Magdalena proposes, well, we should sell the house and basically just split it three ways. Yep. Because at first, well, he's like, I don't want to leave the house. And, and she's, she's like, like, well, you can give me you, one Yeah, third. you can just buy me out. And he's like, well, yep. there's no money to do that with. So she's like, all right, well, maybe we'll just sell the house, split it three ways. We'll have somebody come out, appraise it, and do all that shit. Yep. So she stays there for the night, but she's got a hotel, so she's only going to stay the one night. And then the next morning, as she's essentially leaving to go to her hotel or whatever um she's walking down the stairs and all of a sudden she falls jesus and maria jose are behind her yeah and she falls right she falls down the stairs and she's all fucked up like she sprained her ankle and she broke her arm her head like she hit her head like she's just all banged up yeah so she wakes up in a hospital well not a hospital in the house but like in a bed yep and they're taking care of and they're like yeah you had a a a nasty fall yeah, she's got a neck brace on. She's mm-hmm. got a um, her uh, leg wrapped up. And uh, Maria Jose, who was the one who was taking care of the dad uh, for a couple of years, I mm-hmm. would imagine, is there to take care of her. And right away, you get this sense that this Maria Jose is not she's, all there. She's a little loopy. She's just very and, strange. And Magdalena and, right away too is like, why did you push me? And she gets right to it. And she's like, what are you talking about? I, I didn't push you. Why on earth would I do that? And then she was like, well, Jesus must have been the one. Someone pushed me. She goes, yeah. I felt someone And he denies me. it too. He's like, I didn't push you. Did you rewind it? Uh, I did. <laughs> uh, I waited till the end and then rewound it. To yeah, there's, see. there's nothing there. You can't. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. I just saw her fall. She's fucking yeah. clumsy is what she is. <laughs> she needs to watch her step. She blames everybody else for her fucking problems. Didn't they say like a doctor came and visited her like while she was out or something? Yes. And that she's going to be bedridden for at least a week. Like she needs to stay off of her feet. Yep. Uh, Maria starts uh, taking care of her and feeding her. And she enjoys this aspect of it. She like she wants taking care to... Of she wants to be a nurse. So in your head, you're like, well, then she must have fucking pushed this bitch, right? Because that's what she wants. She yeah. doesn't have she doesn't have her dad anymore because he passed away. And so now she has nothing. Right. But now this chick fell. So she's like, oh, yes, I have someone to take care of. But you're right. She's super weird. Uh, like she comes <laughs> in and she brings these two matching urns into the room. And she's like, oh, all right, yeah. guessing time. Like which one's mom and which one's dad? And she's like, nope. uh. I don't want to guess. I think she eventually does make her guess. She's like, nope, this one's mom. That one's dead. You can tell because she's heavier because she was pregnant when she died. Yeah. That's a weird, that's a weird subplot (laughs) that goes on there. Her her ashes a little heavier. Also, 
she's obsessed with the movie the yeah wizard the of wizard of oz. oz both of them really like it seems like they they watch it on the couch pretty much every night and then every when we find out that jesus is making a movie with a camcorder and it's pretty much like a wizard of oz kind of remake thing mm. it's very bizarre and they've got a guinea pig named tota instead of toto because it's a girl yeah that the guinea pig is like playing the role of toto in this movie that they're making it's really really strange and uh magdalena is like really weirded out by this guinea pig and they're trying to get yeah. her to pet it and she's like no no i'm not gonna fucking touch it and i think she calls it like a rat or something and this is, is where she, like yeah. we get our first glimpse of maria kind of snapping a little bit and she calls her a dark-skinned piece of shit yes <laughs> i was like oh shit I, and i was like what mm-hmm. like she's like uh what are you laughing at you dark-skinned piece of shit and i was like holy yeah. shit like, oh, because up to this point she was sweet. I mean, she was kind of weird and dumb, but still yeah. had a sweetness to her. It's like, oh no, she's got a darker side too. Jesus has been playing the peacemaker kind of between the mm-hmm. sisters. He's been the one saying, like, okay, well, you know, we'll get you, we'll get the doctor back here for you, and let me go get a charger for your phone and all this other kind of stuff. But also, Jesus never does the stuff that he mm-hmm. says he's gonna do. Yeah, he keeps so, forgetting uh, to bring her a charger, and her phone's dead. And later she can't even find her phone. Yeah. Yeah, weird shit starts to happen. Then um, Jesus and Maria, like, get into a little spat. And we come to find out that Jesus uh, is a homosexual. Yeah. And uh, dressed, like, got picked on for uh, dressing up in girls' clothes when he was in high school. Got, like, uh, beat up and stuffed into a locker. Yeah. And that... Maria brings out this jar which has their dead baby brother like in it. Like a little fetus in a jar. I was like, oh, gross. And they're like, and she's like, yeah, this is our baby brother, our unborn baby brother. And this is uh, Jesus's boyfriend. And Jesus is like, be careful with him. And she's like, look, you can see a little tiny penis on it. And Jesus <laughs> fell in love with him. I don't know. It's some weird shit that happens, David. Yeah. And I was, that, I was weirded out. out. I was like, what? <laughs> and then she, th- th- like, they're wrestling over this jar with a baby in it. And then somehow, like, they lose grip or whatever. And the jar smashes and the baby's on the ground. Dead. bouncing away. <laughs> so gross. And he picks it up. Oh. Yeah. And he's making this film. And he's got this idea for a film in which the person cuts off body parts and, like, mails, and mails them to, to like, some... a doctor. And then we find out they were, like, conjoined twins. And he's like mailing the parts to the doctor that separated him or something. It's very, very strange. So strange. (laughs) So strange. Um, Magdalena is listening to all of this and she's like, you guys are fucking, basically you can see on her face. She never says it, but she's like, you guys are all fucking crazy. But she comes to realize that Jesus probably was the one who pushed her down. And Jesus probably pushed the dad down the stairs. Also, we find out that the dad had a fall down the stairs and she's like, what? Yeah, and Maria wasn't around, and Maria blames herself because she's like, if I would have just been there, he wouldn't have fallen. Yeah. So, yeah, then so she thinks she that Jesus to, did it. And then Maria, uh, Magdalena even tries to call the police. At one point, she manages to kind of sneak downstairs, and just as she's walking up to the phone, the phone rings, and she just answers it, and she's like, hey, whoever this is, like, I need help. Like, please help me. I'm trapped in this house. Call the police. And the voice is like, yeah, 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 sure. Like, I'll call the police. Like, where are you? And then we look, and it's fucking Jesus in another room talking to her on the phone fucking with her yep and magdalena goes to maria and she's like you we need to get out of this yeah, house come, we need come to get with away me come to spain Jesus. yeah you can come to spain with me 
Maria's all nuts. She makes a fucking Dorothy outfit for Magdalena to wear, but the shoes don't fit. Yeah, the shoes are too small. And so she says to Magdalena, she goes, how can you go home if the shoes don't fit? And then she like knocks her out. Yeah, she sticks her with a syringe and knocks her out. (laughs) She cuts her toes off. (laughs) Yeah, with like a thing that you would carve a turkey with. Yeah, electric carving knife. No, did she really have, because she tells her that she had gangrene. That when she wakes up, yeah. I don't buy that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. She's like, I had to cut Yeah, she's like, I had to cut off. the... I saved you. I had to cut your toes off. I think she just cut it off so she could fit into those shoes. Yeah, I think so too. So now she's got bloody stumps for feet. <laughs> she's laying in the bed. Jesus comes in and he's like, you're going to star in my movie. This movie's chaotic now. And he's like, well, you're going to star in my movie. And he's got a gun that he points at her. And he's like... Uh, how do you want to die? Do you want to get shot? Do you want to get burned alive? Do you want to get suffocated? Yeah. Yeah. Pick one. And she's like, no, not she doesn't even say, if you don't choose, I'm going to choose for you. Yeah. And then, um, Maria comes in and she's like, tells uh, uh, Jesus to fuck off basically. And he does an impersonation of their dad. He's like, who am I? And he does an impersonation of their dad. And then he takes the gun barrel and sticks it in his mouth and blows his brains out. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. Oh, and before he does that, he says to the girls, he's like, um, he does like a comparison to Wizard of Oz. He's like, you have no brain uh, to his uh, sister, uh, Maria. And then mm-hmm. he looks at Magdalena and he's like, you have no heart. No heart. And he's like, yep. and I'm a coward, basically, uh, yep. because I'm living a lie. Yeah, yeah. And then he puts the gun in his mouth and blows his brains out. Yeah. Like, oh, and then shit. Maria, Maria goes and hugs him. Magdalena picks up the gun and she shoots Maria. Yep. who dies and Magdalena is so injured and sick that like she's there's no way she's going to make it out she's going to she's going to die there yeah. yeah the end <laughs> why was the movie called rock paper and scissors though like see, they play rock paper scissors at the beginning see and i thought it was because and this is actually one of my problems with the movie is like i thought the title kind of gives things away that like in rock paper rock scissors oh. like everyone is playing against yeah, and it, Each like, other. so it's like, yes. okay, who's got the rock, who's got the paper, who's got the scissors? Like, they're all kind and, of pitted. And one always beats one, but gets beat by another one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. That's a good point. But I thought that was funny, though, because in the last movie, the, the director guy says, like, oh, that title, it's a little on the nose, isn't it? And I kind of thought the same thing about this one. I was like, <laughs> so uh, for me, it, uh, the title almost ruined the mystery of, like, who who is playing who, because I was like, well, they're all playing each other. And it yeah. turns out that's kind of what it was. Yeah. My biggest Magdalena, even Magdalena is not innocent in the whole thing. No. Cause she starts playing. Well, she's heartless right off other. the bat. Like, and I thought that was kind of fucked up. Like here, you've been gone for years. Now you're trying to get me to sell the house that I've been living in. Yeah. Where am I going to live now? Yeah. Yeah. She was kind of cold hearted. Yep. My biggest problem with this movie is that it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Hour and 23 minutes. It's not even that long. No, but it dragged just a lot nothing of not happens. A nothing happens and it's it's a shame because I, I didn't think the acting was bad like i thought all the actors were just fine it's just yeah. the story itself isn't particularly interesting and that for an hour and 20 minutes nothing they're not really given anything to do and there's not a whole lot of suspense like some of the crazy shit starts happening towards the like the last i don't know 25 30 minutes there's a lot of nothing before like shit starts happening yeah, so I watched this with my son. He was interested in watching it. And um, when it got over, or when it was over, 
he said something to me and I thought this was kind of spot on. Mm -hmm. He goes, it suffers from mid syndrome. And I go, or something, something to that effect. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, he goes, I think of it like a bell curve. He goes, if a movie is really good, it's just really fucking good. Right? So it's over here on the bell curve. It's at a 10, let's say. If a movie's really bad, it can still be really good because you can enjoy it because it's so bad. So it's here like at one. Yes. He goes, but when it goes down on the bell, it's just so mediocre that it's just bad. Right. It's immediately forgettable and just. And I thought I was like, Brody, I'm going to tell that on the (laughs) podcast when I record it and I'll give you credit for that. But I think he makes a a really good point is like, yes, it's so mediocre that it's just like, meh. And then you're like, okay, now to your point, David, I thought the acting was really good. Maria Jose, I thought she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, all of them were I really thought all good, three performances her, were pretty good. Her specifically, though, I really thought she yeah. was good. But because I think she has the most uh, complex character mm-hmm. in this, but nothing does happen. Yeah. For an hour and 15 minutes, nothing happens. When stuff started happening, were you like, I already know what's going to happen? I mean, not the I, specifics. Well, like, I didn't expect the guy to blow his brains out, but I was like, it's, yeah. this movie's going to end with all three of them dead. That's yeah. kind of what I thought. I, I didn't I didn't realize that because I'm not smart like you. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, I didn't realize that they were all going to die. Um, but I thought maybe he was going to die like by accident, like mm. shoot himself by accident. But yeah. it makes sense that he shot himself. And I do like the comparison that he said at the end where he was like, you have no heart, you have no brain, and I'm just a, a coward. And because it does bring that whole Wizard of Oz thing kind of full circle. Right, exactly. But anyway, what'd you rate it? I'm going to rate it much like how your son like said, like, because it's not a bad movie, but yeah. it's not a good movie. It's just okay. Um, so I'm going to go two on this one. I feel like I almost went one and a half. I was like, that feels a little harsh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's where you're going, but um, I'll give it two. Well, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's not bad. It's just boring. Yeah. And, and I think I'll, I'll, I'll just go with two. I was going to go one and a half, but it'll be easier just to go two. Um, because I could see what you're saying. Like, it's not like, I don't want to tell anybody that it's awful. What it does, it does just fine. It's just not a particularly <laughs> interesting story. No. And it's not wholly no. original. It's just meh. <laughs> And I mean, the horror elements of this, again, like the first movie, it's like, is this horror? Hardly. Um, it's more of like thriller. Like they, they're keeping her captive. It's very misery, but not nearly as good. Not good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was rock, paper, and scissors. So you can watch that on Shutter. You can watch that on Tubi. Uh, it, it did help having the commercial breaks, though. Yeah. Because then you could be like, what the fuck just yeah, happened? What's going on here? And again, like I said, we rewound it or I rewound it to uh, the push to see if, yeah, if you she can't, pushed you can't him. see anything. Yeah, I kind it it kind of leaves it so open, like maybe someone did, but you can't you can't tell. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I guess that they did that. So yeah, that's rock paper scissors. That's Dave made a maze. If you got any thoughts on these movies or anything in general, you should contact us. How can they contact us, David? Yeah, on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok to search for us under the Swearwolves. Uh, you can go to the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, you can look us up on Instagram as the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm going to go 
unclog a toilet. Now I'm going to go clog a toilet in a maze that I just built. back to the swear wolves i'm brett i'm david david how are you my friend i'm good man how are you you're talking about my fucking ice and there you are with the i know oh, no, it's, it's, it's the chair i'm sitting on <laughs> right, let's start over god damn it right. now, now i don't know what to do with my feet put them on the fucking ground i can't i'm in a high chair my feet are dangling i'm like on a roller coaster you're like a little kid yeah hold on why wasn't this a problem a minute ago? All right. I know. I gonna... said for, we've been talking for a fucking hour. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to sit towards the edge of the seat. Now I can just sit still. Get my tippy toes. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready? Yeah. <laughs>